0: Good afternoon and welcome to the market wrap for APW, week ending 31st to the 12th, 2021, last wrap of the year. This is number 81. Why do we do it? Just to share information, that's what well we found out during the week about what's going on in the residential property market. Simple as that really. If you like it, do subscribe. If you don't, you don't have to uh, press on the reminder button. It'll uh, let you know when there's a new one up there and press, and press like if you like, if you do like it. So, What's going to happen in 2022? Rising mortgage costs, squeeze on affordability and the end of stamp duty holiday will cool the red mark, red hot market, experts have warned. And it will do. We've got a great example of, uh, in the Daily Telegraph this week, of what the effect of rising mortgage costs. It's a very sad tale really. The most financially stretched homers in Britain will be first to be hit by the Bank of England's change to 0.25%. Leaseholders who have been pushed onto a stadi- standard variable rate mortgage because they're trapped by the cladding scandal will feel this. There's an example of a lady who bought a property of 245000 uh, Her fixed two year rate finished in July last year and she had to go onto a variable rate. She can't move away from her existing lender because basically her house is worth nothing because it hasn't had a certificate for the external. Um, part of it to show that it is a you know a a secure property so she bought it for 245 um she was on a she had to stick with the original lender her payments have gone up from 1100 to 1300 she's had to reduce the rent by 200 pounds because embarking where they are you know city rents have fallen she's also had to personally guarantee the buy to let mortgage so if it does go west she'll lose her home, as well as this flat, including management costs, ground rent and insurance. She's now losing £500 a month. She says, it's my only buy to let. I bought it for the security of the future for retirement. I've got sleepless nights about it. I mean, bless her. It's a, it's, a, it's a nightmare. I mean, what is the future for interest rates? According to the Office of um, Business Fund's Budget Responsibility, they're saying the bank rate will rise in small increments to 0.75% by the end of 2024 it could go higher but they're saying it probably won't what can this lady do i mean paradoxically the best protection for her is the fact that it is an unsellable flat so the the mortgage people would not repossess it because they can't sell it either so that is rising mortgage costs at its worst for most of us it'll just be a case of having to fork out a little bit more money and perhaps not making as much or having a a property washing its face so the message is look at your mortgage options now don't be caught later okay so could the slowdown squeeze on affordability end of stamp duty all those sort of things could it be slowed down yes um if the surge in Omicron, omicron cases forces the bank to push back rate rises The pandemic's continuation may also discourage would-be sellers from listing their homes, maintaining the shortage that we have at the moment. However, it's more likely that we are going to have a a colder market, not not as red hot as it is at the moment. But bear in mind, you know, it's not all over the UK that you've had an enormous growth. There are nine markets in the UK that have actually gone down. Okay, and these are prime central London has got six, which is City of London, City of Westminster, Kensington and Chelsea. House prices were down by 14%, 12% and 5% respectively compared to 2017. Why? Because half the buyers are typically from overseas and with no flow of money coming from overseas because there's no travel, they can't buy. Also, the Airbnb market has collapsed because the tourism has dried up. Rents are down by 20%. Chesterton's estate agents say since last June, there's been a stark contrast between Zone 1 and the frenetic, frenetic activity we've seen in the more leafy boroughs of London. Okay, so centre of London has got six of these places. As an asset class, apartments have underperformed houses. According to Hamptons, when it analysed the flat market, prices were down in total a total of 56 places in apartments and flats. And we take um commuter town of Reading as an example, prices were up in 2021. The prices were down in 2021, well, sorry, by 1% compared to 2017. House prices were up on average, um, but overall it was dragged down by 6% because of the flats. Why is this? Because when Crossrail was announced to go to Reading, there was a huge building boom, and what that led to was oversupply. But then at the same time, Crossrail has been plagued by problems, and it hasn't occurred that quickly. So there's a saturation of flats in the center. In Wandsworth there were the nine Elms development um, concept and that's you know that has saturated the market again house prices are down by three percent compared to 2017 Tower Hamlets has had a double whammy which is cladding which has caused a lot of problems and also um, people who don't want to work in Shoreditch or Canary Wharf or haven't been working there so there's no need to rent in Tower Hamlets. Barnet Same sort of thing. Also, the role of the local economy in some cases had a negative effect. That is the case in in Aberdeen. In Aberdeen, prices are down by 12% since 2017. You know, it's based on oil. And when oil prices tanked in 2016, house prices dumped by 27%. They've done the same this year, although oil prices are starting to improve. And with the, interestingly enough, with the um, increasingly strong working from home concept house prices have improved and they are actually starting to go up whereas flats are not so looking at all the message uh, message here is be careful what you buy it's not going to go up in all locations so be selective on the type of property and the location of okay so briefly then on to what do the experts say the Daily Telegraph s- uh, surveyed, 14 analysts, so here we go, 14 analysts um, saying what they think would happen in 2022. Halifax suggests a 1% increase. The Centre for Economics and Business Research, a consultancy, said 2%. Savills, Connells and Hamptons all said 3.5%. Strutt and Parker are saying 7%. Okay, why is it a huge slowdown? Very simply because it's reluctant bias. And here's some some complicated facts, but I'll try and get them across well. Demand, which property website Zoopla measures by numbers of searches and inquiries has has cooled. In June, it was 50% above the five-year average, but by mid-December, it was 4%. The main driver of rising house prices since the pandemic began, which is wealthy homeowners not beholden to mortgage lenders and willing to pay over the odds is no longer a factor. All the moves by these wealthy owner-holders owner homeowners have moderate, moderated now," said Richard Donnell of Zoopla. So there you see why it's not going like it was. Next year the market will depend on more on buyers to take on substantial mortgages, You know, all eyes will be on more interest rates, but that's self-evident. Um, so there are a number of factors though which we should still continue to push up the market, which are, according to Lucy, Lucy and Cook of Savills, small increase in mortgage costs, could be offset by plans to water down the stringent tests on who can take out a loan and how much they can borrow. I don't know if you've read about this, but basically, there may be some liquid watering down of the amount of multiples you can borrow, but still have the same stringent tests on interest rates. In addition, help to buy equity loan schemes, first time buyers, and new builds with a 5% deposit ends in 2023. So there's likely to be a spike in sales. Before that, fueling demand and prices, home prices will also rise unless supply shortage eases. The number of homes for sale in mid-December was thirty-one percent below the five-year average. The ratio of sold to unsold properties, a measure of demand versus supply, hit a twenty-one-year high in June. So, there's a lot of factors which are still pushing house prices up. Lucy and Cook said another lockdown could also delay the flow of homes for sale in the new year, despite early spring known as a selling season. And finally, a guy called Neil Hudson of Residential Analysts, who are also a research company, said the first half of 2022 could see stronger prices than people predict. So if we take all those bits of information together and jumble them about and add them all up, what does it tell us? It tells us that the worst scenario is perhaps 1% growth. Having said that, the Bank of England said house prices could drop by 15% before the pandemic so it could be completely wrong or we could have a strong first six months the point is really is that look at your mortgage now remortgage it if you can or if you need to consider the sort of property you're buying look at all the research caveat emptor make some good buying decisions based on not your heart but your head don't buy as I said you know don't buy Whitby because it's where you're from does do great fish and chips Buy where makes sense so that's it for this year uh, I just want to say thank you very much for watching do subscribe and um, click on the like button all that sort of stuff if you can uh, do have a good new year and all the best of 2022